Thanks for checking out the Brad and John Show podcast. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Combest's book, Stalking, Harassment, Internet Trolling, A Guide to Recovering and Rebuilding After Online Attacks. It's a great reference if you've ever been the unfortunate target of a social media attack. It's available on Amazon. Just search John Combest. That's C-O-M-B-E-S-T. John Combest, and the book will show up in your search results. Now it's time for another segment of the Brad and John Show. Can you handle it? I'm Egbert, the owner of this station. Check out my website at egbert.com. That's E-G-G-B-U-R-T, egbert.com. Now it's back to Brad and John. Check out their website at bjshow.co. The BJ Show? Come on, guys. Anyway, here's B and J. I don't think Egbert likes the name of our show. What will we change it to? The J and B Show? I mean, come on. And you know what? In the top three today, we have some great news specifically for Egbert. If we can get on a call with them later today after we wrap up the show. He's... We have great news, and it could be some potential big bucks coming for Egbert. I'm serious. He's uh, he's worse than Howard Hughes. He's very tough to uh, get a hold of. <laughs> <laughs> and there's an old reference. People go, Howard Hughes? Hughes who's that? Uh, this is the Brad and John Show. Uh, we have our web address, and you already heard Egbert talk about that, bjshow.co. I got it right for once, didn't I? You uh, did. It's great. We're getting there. We're two months in now. <laughs> right. bjshow.co. That's John Combest, C-O-M-B-E-S-T, every single day since 19, no, since 2000 and what? 2002? 2001? 2001. 2001, yeah. October of 2001, every single day, never missed one single day. That's, that's, he's like the Iron Man of the radio business. He's the Lou Gehrig of the political uh, pundit uh, in the radio business. He puts together this site which gives all the information on the top news stories in the state of Missouri. And we start off the show by doing the top three. And the number three story is... Good news and bad news, Brad, coming out of St. Louis City. If you're tired of bad news coming from St. Louis City, they have some good news. It starts a little bit down, though. The St. Louis Reparations Committee has announced, excuse me, the St. Louis Reparations Commission. Let's, let's be factually accurate here. The Reparations Commission has announced that they will not meet their deadline. They were going to wrap up all their work in the spring. Now, this is a downer for people like me who are of African descent. Regular listeners to the show know that I am verifiably 1% Senegalese, so I am in line for some of these reparations. The bad news is, and kind of the surprising thing, Brad, you wouldn't expect that people who were appointed to a reparations commission would miss a deadline. Like, that seems really out of character for, for reparations types. When, However, when, when you say there's an up... Go well, ahead, I Brad. was going to say, when you say miss the deadline, spring was this spring of 2023 or spring of 2024? 2024. So here so it they, is. They gave the mayor a heads up. They're not going to make their deadline of recommendations, Brad. So what you're telling me is we're not even a month into winter yet because winter, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're like week number three of winter. So and there's another two months of winter and then there's spring. So they're not going to be able to do it in like the next five months is what you're telling me? They're not going to. And Brad, I sense a little bit of white privilege in your voice when you talk about <laughs> calendars. And we need to think about systemic calendar racism. That's right. But okay. I'm going to let that go because you have a history of, of uh, being diverse and being tolerant. So I'm going to let that slide because I'm magnanimous today. That's right. The point is, and here's the upside, and we should flag this for Egbert, seriously, if we could talk to him later today. The upside is that the Reparations Commission says, although they will miss their deadline, they might be able to make their deadline if the city gives them a little bit more time and money. Wow. And the key, 
I the key thing here is money. I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> I know. I mean, who, again, who would expect this from a reparations commission? But here's a beautiful quote, and this is from chairperson Kayla Reed. Now, you, by the way, you don't want to call somebody a chairwoman. You want to call him a chairperson. Got it. This is from Kayla Reed. She says, with the sort of expectation of both a written report and an engagement strategy, these things do cost. Mm-hmm. Now, hey, hold on a minute. Are you falling victim to the lack of furniture diversity? The lack of – oh, yeah, absolutely. Because you called there's, her there's a not nearly enough. chairperson. She could be an Ottoman person, correct? She could – yeah, she could be an Ottoman. She could be – you know, I'm a credenza guy. Right. She could be a credenza person. So. I shouldn't hey, say credenza guy. Two, and, and remember, my pronouns are Z and, and Zem. Two can, so, play, two can play this game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yo, absolutely. So as a credenza guy, let me finish this quote. And here's what she says, though. Even placing ads in the paper about our future schedules or radio ads. No, we need those radio ads. Radio ads and social media ads to expand our reach. We don't sort of have the means to do that. So They don't have the means, Brad. So you know what? Why doesn't the city just give them? They need time and money, Brad. What? I, I, explain to me what they're trying to do. I mean, are they, are they gathering... Uh, you know, uh, um, anecdotal evidence from various yes, people. Is Brad, that what and it is? you know what? Most importantly, though, they need more public engagement. Brad. Oh, God, oh, man, I'll tell you what. <laughs> so, I mean, you and I might be on different sides of this. And I'll again, I'll admit my bias. I'm in line to get some of this cash. Good Lord willing. But <laughs> you are right. I think 1%. that I'd love to I'd love to be there in person when they get my application. But however, I don't know what when, and when you think about it, if you look at the heat map of people who download our show and listen to our show. I don't know how you could make an argument that an African-American morning show like ours shouldn't be in line for some of the radio ad money. Hey, I, I, by the way, heat map, I looked at it yesterday as far as the podcasts are concerned. St. Louis, obviously the big area. Atlanta, uh, Atlanta, uh, Los Angeles, and London, England of all crazy places. Hey, you know, you know, our our truth knows no geographic bounds. Brandon. I guess not. I guess, and it's interesting. so. That's the number three story today. So you know, it started a little bit sad in terms of missing a deadline and begging for more money. But the upside is we could we could all prosper from this, and that's really the point of it, right, Brad? Let's just spread the money around a little. Yes, bit. Yes, we should do that. The number two story today is a familiar one, and it's. A couple outlets gave an overview, again, of the Missouri caucuses. So n- there's not much new ground there. I would just point people to johncombest.com, and they can read about how, if you're a Republican or a Democrat, how you can participate in the party events in March to select presidential candidates. That seems like uh, the mission has already been accomplished for many folks. I would point out, in the spirit of being instigatory, which is what we do on the show, Missouri Republicans are pointing people to the Missouri Republican Party website so you can find out caucus information. Everyone who's interviewed, even Jay Ashcroft says, hey, go to your party website and find out what it is. I went to the Missouri Republican Party website to look at their list of of county caucuses to get some information. There are 114 counties in Missouri and only 32 counties on the Missouri Republican Party website have their information listed. So in other words – by my Hazelwood East math here, 72% of counties in Missouri 
are not even listed on the Missouri Republican Party website for caucus information. Can I- so I don't know who's in charge of it at the Missouri Republican Party. And you can go to that website, by the way, by going to Missouri.gop. But let's tighten that up, guys, who, guys or gals or chairperson or credenza, whoever is in charge of this. Let's tighten that up. There's only 32 out of 114 counties that have their information listed. So can, let's let's be better on that. Case. Can I be honest with you? This makes my eyes glaze over because of the fact I'm going like, okay, you know, the whole caucus thing. We'll talk about the deal last night with Iowa. Sure. The, the whole caucus thing to me is like, I, to me, it seems undemocratic, as crazy as that may sound from my lips. But uh, is that? I think that's by design, Brad. Oh God, it's just and like yeah. Let, we we could go back and forth. And here's a spoiler. Whatever side you take, Brad, for the sake of confrontation, because I'm just kind of feeling that way today, I'll just take the other side of what you say. Well, but it, it's like the Democrats when they instituted this thing years ago with the super delegates. Okay. The- oh yeah, and you know what that came out of? That came of out of 1968. It came out of the whole debacle in Chicago. Right, but the whole super delicate thing is like if you read our constitution, one man, one vote. You know, are, at least not according to you know the slaves that you know, but they they change that. But but obviously the situation is the super delicate thing is one man you know one normal person one vote one super important person a bunch of votes you know it's like Brad, okay. until you fill out your pronouns other than dude and <laughs> dudeness until you start taking pronouns seriously i'm not i'm not going to listen to you say one one man one oh, vote oh, hold on a minute hold on a minute i got to do something here hold let me see if i can do, get this to work let me see if you can hear this you can't hear anything hold on a minute try, try it again hold on a minute let me, let me, I'm trying to do, do you <laughs> hear that? that? Okay, no, hold on. <laughs> is that, is that Alfred Hitchcock? No, hold on, hold on. I got a couple of, hold on a minute, hold on. <laughs> How about that oh, one? Oh, there we okay, go. Hold on. Do you know that I sent the great Shelly Barr more than a year ago? I sent her a couple drops and I didn't understand why she didn't use them in the show. And then I realized that she didn't have a, me- a mechanism by which to get it to play. You know what I mean? Yeah, hold on a minute. Let me try this one. Oh, that's that's crickets. Okay, how about this one? Ah, yes. Well, let me try this one. Hold on a minute. That's applause. Here, how about this one? Sad trombone. <laughs> you know who does a fantastic job with these with with audio segments like that or audio? Uh, Howard Stern. What, what are we saying? Gimmicks? Yeah, is uh, the great Austin Peterson on the Wake Up America show? Oh, he's got a bunch of By things the way, like that. We should thank Austin Peterson this morning. He was one of first of all, thanks to everybody who's retweeted it. But thanks to Austin Peterson, he retweeted our clip that's on YouTube today, which is talking about how today is the moment of truth for Missouri candidates to report their fundraising. Let's give so it to thanks Austin. to Austin and everybody else who retweeted. There we go. Applause for Austin. Standing ovation. He's on the air right now. He's on the air from <laughs> seven to nine. You should definitely listen to us live if you're in the <clears throat> excuse me, if you're in Franklin County, Southern St. Louis or Southern St. Charles County or Warren County. Let's get into the number one story real quick, though, Brad. Excuse me, I'm going to clear my throat. <clears throat> the number one story was that our friend, Congressman, former Congressman Billy Long, who's from the Springfield area, was quite a hit on social media in the last 48 hours or so for an appearance he made in Iowa on behalf of Donald Trump. Billy Long is a former auctioneer. I guess he's currently still an auctioneer. Yeah. And uh, part of his shtick is that anywhere, anytime... He can do the auctioner gimmick and and do a real comedic scene with it. So he was on stage with Donald Trump in Iowa over the weekend and did his auctioneer shtick, and it was a big hit. He was on our friend Pete Mundo's show in Kansas City, 
And he went through, Billy went through a little bit about his relationship with Donald Trump, hanging out with Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago, hanging out with him in Iowa. That's the top link on my website today. So are those you, are the top three things. Are you talking about that rundown, Mar-a-Lago, that rundown place in uh, in Florida where the judge in New York City says it's only worth like uh, 600 It's not worth much money. Yeah, yeah. It's not worth much money. That's the it's, judge. I, I would put it, it, it's probably, it's between somewhere maybe in Kenlock and Wellston, I would say. If you know what we're talking about, this is the case Letitia James K in New York uh, where they've already had the verdict and and the way the the law is written he does not have his ability to have a jury trial essentially it's a bench trial which means the judge makes the decision and the judge essentially said that Donald Trump's uh, estimate of what Mar-a-Lago is worth is way overblown and he says it's only worth 18 million dollars where in that area of Florida you could maybe get a sewer lid on, on on a sewer for eighteen million dollars, and, and I'm I'm being serious. You know, I mean, th- they talk about Rush Limbaugh's home, which recently sold, uh, which is not too far from Mar-a-Lago, was one hundred and fifty-five million dollars. It's a fraction of the size of Mar-a-Lago. But but see, once again, don't get me going in this. I interviewed uh, this guy by name of Cussin PE, Mike Cussin PE, and he's a real estate agent. And I think that a real estate appraisals are just BS. Because mm-hmm. of the fact that uh, an appraisal is no good because something is worth what someone will pay for it. Yeah, if, that's absolutely if, right. If you, if your house you're living into, if, if, are you the first person that lived in your house? No. Okay. Let's say, and I'll give you a perfect example. Let's say I'm just going to throw out a number. Let's say your house right now, your appraisal comes in and the, the guy appraises your house at $500,000, okay? Mm-hmm. But let's say a guy comes along one day and knocks on your door and says, you know, I grew up in this house and my mom and dad, I have fond memories of this house. And you know what? Uh, I want this house back. I want to. Mm-hmm. I want to. I want to have this house back. Suddenly, it's a seller's market, right? Right. Brad? And you go, well, I'm not going to sell it. And yeah. and the guy says, name your price. And you say ten million dollars. And the guy says, deal. My attorney mm-hmm. will contact you this afternoon. Okay, your house is now a ten million dollar house, but. It appraises at $500,000. Once again, it's worth what somebody will pay for it. And remember, you and I both lived through the era of drive-by assessments. Yeah, remember God. that whole scandal? Yeah. Well, I could tell stories about that, too. I've got a, a, a crazy little piece of property that I own that I've owned for a long time. I bought it, you know, literally, I bought it for $100. And I'm not exaggerating. Bought it for $100. It's a long, crazy story. And for a long time, it was assessed at $1,000. Then all of a sudden, one year, it went to $5,000. And then all of a sudden, it went to $50,000. No, it went to $28,000. I'm going like, hold on. I'll tell you what, John. Um, do I need to take this call? Um, I'll tell you what. Let's break a little early because I need to talk to this person. I've had some issues here at the radio station. and Got it. Uh, We're headed to break. I've had See some, you guys in segment B. Right. I've had some, some work done on one of our computers in the other studio, and this is somebody calling me about that. So I need to take this call. So we are going to take a break. And this is the B&J Show, the Brad and John Show, bjshow.co.